2: Perfect home sweet home. Today's show is pre recorded. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Y'all know what time it y'all is. Y'all don't know y'all better ask somebody. Had on, had on, suit on,
1: suit on looking like the black dog, giving a mug on, dress like the million bucks, bucks, things in its cups. Mm-hmm. Oh, y'all tell me who could it be, but Steve Hart. Oh,
2: yeah.
1: For Steve, uh, put your hands together. We're we We're We're
4: Them out. To turn them um, out. turn Come
5: on,
6: do your thing, big daddy. Uh-huh. I sure will. Good morning, everybody. You are listening to the voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only. Steve Harvey. <laughs> Got a radio show, yeah, man. Got one. Hey, you know, um, I, I thought, I think of my life in terms of blessings, you know, I, I take mostly a positive approach and a positive spin to my life. I hardly ever dwell on, uh, you know, the what's, well, I can't say that I don't think about the what's wrong in it because I have to, because I have to address problems as they arise, but I try not to let them consume me. I let the consumption part be about the blessings, the positive things that uh, has occurred in my life, the good things that God has done for me, the the power that he's uh, displayed in my life, the protection he's given me over the years, the being tucked under his wings. I focus on the things that he promises me. I think of uh, all the goodness that I perceive to come my way. I, I think that has a lot to do with me learning more and more about the law of attraction in terms of, you know, what you think and what you put out in the space and what you pray about is what you receive, you know. And so I've become better and better at that. It's not to say that I'm I'm not human and I don't have moments where I, I think a little bit too long about what's going wrong and what enemy is, is about to attack and what they're going to do and say and, and all of this here. So that's not to say that I'm not concerned about it, but I try to dwell mostly on the positive. And um, one of the things that I learned, you can have an incredible life. All of us, we can have incredible lives if we just let God drive. See, the, the problem that I had years ago was I was the driver of my life. And I was taking myself in the directions that I thought would be best for me. And I aimed at things that I thought I could accomplish And I set goals that I saw myself being able to attain. I was driving when I gave up and I let God drive. I then opened up my mind and my spirit to what God had for me, for what God could see for me, for what God could do in my life. Well, for what God wanted for me. Now, he wanted for me and he wanted me of me. See, that's the connection that you got to try to make. Well, not try. That's the connection that you got to make to really get it. Now, listen to me. What I don't want you to do is do like me. Don't be afraid of the what for, of the what he wants you to do part. See, because that ain't going to be nearly as demanding and and as offsetting as you think it's going to be. See, I thought that if I did God's will, that if I let God tell me what to do, that it would cause me to not to be able to do a certain some things I wanted to do. Well, which is true, but the stuff I wanted to do was all detrimental to my well-being and my future and my and my growth and development as a man. I was stopping my own growth as a man because, see, I was doing what I thought I should do as a man. But when you give it over to God, God has a much better plan for you than you can ever have for yourself. And God knows a better way, far better than the one, you know, I I want you to believe that man, you got to understand that part of it. And, And that's the part that I finally got through my head to let God do it his way and to show me a better way and to teach me a better way and expose to me a better way. And when I opened up my mind to what God was talking about, I began to see things totally differently and things started coming to me totally differently. If you've been a friend of mine or a fan of mine over the years, I mean, you've had to see it, the change. You've had to see the difference. I mean, and I and I acknowledge that every chance I get because I promised God I would. And I hope that I'm not falling short in that category. But then again, if I told it all day long what he done for me, I still wouldn't have enough time to really explain thoroughly What he's done for me because it's such a continuous growth in me but now that's not to say that I'm finished or I'm done or I'm complete because I'm still short you can't be him you can strive for perfection I hear people saying it all the time I applaud you for saying you want to be perfect but you ain't and you can't so you quit saying it you quit saying it to me quit saying it to other people I'm seeking a life of perfection but it's something that you cannot have because he said you can't do it. But that's what he there for. He there for the moments when you stumble and you fall. And you going to stumble and fall. So you got to get that part right, man. The stumbling, falling part is coming. But see, you get God in your life and it helps you so that you don't stumble, fall, wallow, roll over, lay there, languish. That's what God is for. So when you stumble and fall, you get back up because you're going to make mistakes. You're going to get it wrong. You're going to come under attack. You're going to be lied about. You are going to be falsely accused. That's going to happen to you the moment you make a decision to do better. The moment you try to be more. The devil got to send his attackers, man. And he controls certain people. He just got people that's on his side 24-7. You know them too. You've all met one or two of them in your life. They just busy with the business of nothingness. They just busy about the the destruction of others. You said, I know them. You know them. They coming. But here's what you got to hold fast to. They can't take away nothing from you that God gave you. They didn't make you. See, people who claim to have made you, if they so in the make you business, why don't they make themselves Or if they ain't with you no more and they so busy in them, I made you business, why don't they make somebody else? Since, since you want to get credit for making somebody, make yourself. If you're responsible for someone else's success, then you should easily be able to take claim and be responsible for your own success. See, be careful of that. And don't, and, and don't, don't change your course because somebody is attacking you with that. I just hope, man, that I'm giving it to God the way I said I would give it to him, that I would unload every chance I got that I was supposed to without being, you know, oh, here he come again. You know, I try not to be that. But man, I don't know what else to be for the first 12 minutes of my show. What else you want me to say? I got four hours. I can't give God 12, 12 minutes, man. I mean, for real, Steve. Come on, man. I mean, let's look at this right here. If you give an honor to God just 12 minutes out the day, dog. He gave you 24 hours of luxury and life and breath and hope and promise. You ain't got 12 minutes to give him out the day. That don't make no sense. What an exchange. What a wonderful life God has given me in exchange for so small of effort that I put forth. Don't let the effort you got to put forth to God seem so daunting that you don't attempt to do it. Because, man, it seems like a lot. It ain't nothing compared to what he be giving us, for real. So if you want a real life, you want a real shot at what you can be, what you can have, what you can own, what you can become, who you really are, go to God. Let him fix you, man. That's all.
7: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
6: Ladies and gentlemen, it is now time to start the show. Five, four, three, two, one. It has started. The countdown was insignificant. The voice didn't elevate. I didn't get excited. I didn't raise my voice because I wanted to surprise you by saying, This is the Steve Harvey Morty Show. It's on right now. That's all.
1: What's up, Shirley?
0: Hey, Steve. What's happening?
1: Carla. You are so crazy. What's happening? <laughs> Junior.
8: Morning mentor, morning fam.
1: Tommy. Yeah, I'm here.
6: <laughs> you know, I've been watching the news and you know these rioters now are claiming that they suffered from Foxitis. The,
1: the capital insurrectionist yeah, terrorists. Yeah. That's their uh-huh. defense. I
6: mean, they uh-huh. suffered with Foxitis. What does they're that mean? saying that because they view Fox, they were led to act this way, and they're calling the defense Fox iters. I just yeah. want to say I have Fox on my TV too. I ain't mm-hmm. climbed the wall yet. Mm-hmm. Right.
1: <laughs> and when and right. if you do, <laughs> watching Fox, you go going the jail. Yeah. No, immediate.
0: know where you'll be. You
6: gonna get yeah. inmate iters too. Yeah, right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, today's National Eat. What you want, day, whatever you want.
9: I was gonna do that anyway. Oh.
1: <laughs> We've been That's
0: everybody. That. Hey, thanks.
1: I did that <laughs> yesterday during the pandemic.
6: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Thanks, Shirley, for the hands up. But okay. So admitted. here's
6: a question, Shirley. If you could uh-huh. eat anything you wanted and when it couldn't hurt you, what would be the one meal you could have? Oh,
0: okay. Cheeseburger,
6: mm-hmm.
0: big old juicy cheeseburger with uh, a shake, strawberry, of mm. course, and some fries with pizza on the side. Damn. <laughs> it hurt wouldn't hurt me. You said Perfect. it's not going to hurt me. Perfect. Oh, yeah.
6: Carla?
1: A big old, big old Hawaiian ribeye <laughs> steak. steak. I you are going to say steak. <laughs> <laughs> you, Carla loves her steaks. Uh. Girl, you <laughs> do cooked that anyway. to perfection. <laughs> yeah. With a big old, big old baked potato. <laughs> oh, Where did a old big man.
9: old come from? No.
1: With a whole bunch of sour cream. Oh, right, butter, cheese, all
6: of that. Uh, Junior, what's the meal?
8: Meal. It ain't but one thing. Bluebell ice cream, every flavor, all day, every day. If I can't it, ain't no side effects, what?
6: Tommy, what's the meal,
9: man? The meal is Alaskan king crab, three pounds, drawn butter. Yes. I In the I shell no or out of the shell? That's In the it. shell or out of the shell? Please say Pre-crack, out. but I'm going yeah. to pull them out. Pre-crack. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Can I Not a big add fight? something
1: to my meal? Uh, what?
9: Quickly. <laughs> <laughs>
1: what? A lobster surfing turf. Okay. Yeah. <laughs>
6: Real simple, sure. here's mine. Come on, Steve, My hurry. Mama's fried chicken. Yes. A platter of it with my mama's hot homemade light rolls. Ooh. 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 Okay. I want right. nothing else. German All right,
0: coming cake. up in 32 minutes. <laughs> oh, my mama's shock chocolate cake. I'm hungry. Coming up at 32 minutes after the hour, ask the CLO right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up next hour, the U.S. Surgeon General, Dr. Vivek Murthy, will talk to, uh, we will talk to him about COVID-19 vaccinations. That's coming up next hour. But right now, it is time for Ask the CLO with Steve Harvey, the CLO in the building. This one is from Willie and Gary, Indiana. Willie writes, I'm a 56-year-old married man. My wife found a condom in my work bag that had been there since 2019. I told her I got it from a health fair in my office building, but she didn't believe me. I really (sighs) did have a one-night stand. Listen to this, guys. I really did have a one-night stand with a coworker two years ago after an office Christmas party, but it was only once. My wife claimed the lady called her and told her everything. I panicked and confessed. And then my wife said she made it all up to get the truth. She wants the name and oh. the number of the lady, but she's married to a boxer. How can I get my wife to leave you this alone? Yeah. First of all, dog, Come on, Cielo. For you to be 56
6: years old and fall for the okie <laughs> yes, do I don't give a damn what you accuse me of. It's not true. <laughs> it's not true. I don't even yeah. understand. But you she... confess to everything. Yeah. Bro, yeah. what's wrong with you?
0: And what, what are you doing with a comment still in your bag from tonight's 2019?
6: He's oh, one It only have it one time. Man, come on, He's
2: an dude. idiot.
7: <laughs> you stupid. All this truth to I can't believe
6: this. And <laughs> well, I done told y'all about this really? truth. It's way overrated. It's yes not. What is you on, confessing for? Down. She ain't even bust you. <laughs> Dog, you saw me where? <laughs> Wait a minute. With are Who? What, what woman you talking about? Mm, I don't know what you talking about. You gonna to have to come up with a name. Mm-hmm. You gotta come up with some For Texas. Me. You gotta have a picture. You gotta have mm-hmm. something. Like mm-hmm. the joke I wrote a long time ago. I don't care if you got a Polaroid picture of uh-huh. my butt jacked up in the air <laughs> with my social security number on my ass. <laughs> That that is not me. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. And I don't know how this man got my social security number Uh on his ass or how Um, he even knew it. uh I don't know. (laughs) But it is not me. (laughs) That's how strong I
0: am with it. Pretty convincing. (laughs) Pretty convincing. Um, Yeah. He's in a world of trouble on that one. Uh, He wants to know how can he get his wife to leave it alone, though. That's the question, CLO. Mm. Put
9: that condom on and sure it don't fit. It don't hey fit. Dog. It. Hey, dog. Hey, dog. Hey,
6: dog. This is not uh, O.J. Simpson trial.
9: Oh, my bad.
0: <laughs> oh, if it doesn't fit, we must quit. <laughs>
6: you can't be married and have a condom.
7: Right. I know it. I know That's,
9: it. You can't.
6: How do I get done. in that bag?
9: Tell me. Get, get us out that bag.
7: Yeah, yeah. How lie your condom way condom out. How got in the bag? Lie your
6: way. Yeah, out. yeah. I want to hear. How you Okay. This lie. All right. All right. accuse me, Shirley.
0: Okay. Look, I'm in your bag. What is this? What is this? A condom? What are you doing with a condom in your bag? What's going on? Condom. Yeah, a con. You see it right here. Well, let me see it. You know what a condom is. Here it is. Look at it.
6: Babe, watch this.
0: I noticed. Look at that. Look they at what? He,
6: they I, was down here making these balloon animals down here. You don't that ain't even what this is. Uh-uh.
0: We're going to
6: do something.
0: <laughs> but it's not mine.
6: <laughs> 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 the magician had these making animals.
0: <laughs> balloon. All, out of condoms. Yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, he could have he could have ridden with the health fair in his office building. I
6: would have kept we anything he had that.
0: Yeah, he had that. That's what I, yeah. All right. We don't know how you are gonna skin. get your wife. To I don't know vote.
6: how the hell it yeah. got in that bag. These dudes always prank. That's man, they told me they was gonna get me. Okay. Man, I told this dude I pranked the dude. I be damn. He got yeah. me.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> boy. Now that's
6: better than the balloon. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this nephew. Teddy.
6: Teddy. No. Teddy, what's up? You got me, boy.
1: That <laughs> oh, condom you down.
6: put in my bag. Man, my wife found that thing. Boy, all hell broke loose up in here.
0: Teddy's on the other line. Yeah. Oh, you 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 busted dog. <laughs> she got you dog. Yeah,
6: tell her they, and, uh, tell tell her how we prank each other here. Here, baby. And, uh, Teddy wants to talk <laughs> because Teddy knows Teddy, Teddy knows he got to go along yeah. with you. Yeah, yeah, we better Honor ride it out. Yeah.
0: yeah. All right, here we go. So that's all we got for you. Uh, <laughs> thank you, C.L.O. Morgan in Norfolk, Virginia says, "I'm in my late twenties, and my girlfriends and I have brunch together monthly." I live with my boyfriend, but he's always eager to leave the house when it's my turn to host the girls for brunch. One of the other girls in our group is also shacking up with her man. When we go to her house for brunch, her man is all up in the mix, gossiping with us, and it's annoying. We have asked her to control her man, but she's so excited to have a man that it's clouded her judgment. How can we get him out of our business? Stop
6: doing it at her house.
0: Yeah. Her Mm. house,
6: take her house out to rotation.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
6: it's a group of y'all just take her house after rotation
0: okay like you can't it. stop a dude sense. you
6: can't go to a dude's house and then tell him don't be there
7: right mm-hmm.
6: that ain't finna work uh-uh.
0: okay I like that CLO yeah. alright moving on Cherry in Baton Rouge says I'm a 44 year old newly married woman and my 20 year old son moved back home after living in a dorm, I had no idea that my, I raised my son wrong, but my husband says it's all wrong. It's normal It's normal for me to wash and fold my son's clothes so he'll look nice. I also make him a hot breakfast every morning and make him coffee. My husband says I have to stop catering to my son immediately or he'll be worthless. Is this a true statement?
4: Oh, yes. very
6: true statement.
0: <laughs>
6: yeah, why don't he make his own damn breakfast? Why don't he wash his own clothes? He's 20. 20. Yeah. Yeah. That's the problem. A lot of women, you coddle these boys until they just dependent. Then, when they get a woman, then they expect the same thing from a woman when a woman is actually looking for a man. Now, he can't cook or make a damn cup. We're making coffee for her every morning. Man, even, <laughs> even I make my own damn coffee in the morning in hell. <laughs>
0: All right,
1: I C-L-O. got coffee, we make them money. Make we got to
0: go. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
4: Thank so you, CLO. Great, great advice. Coming
0: up next, the nephew would Run That Prank back right after this.
7: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
0: All right, guys, coming up at the top of the hour, uh, we're going to talk to the U.S. Surgeon General, Dr. Vivek Murthy, about uh, the COVID-19 vaccines. We'll talk about that a little later at the uh, top of the hour, like I said. But right now, the nephew is here with today's Run That Prank Back. What you got for us, Neff?
9: I got quarterback sneak. Quarterback <laughs> sneak. You played Okay. Quarterback <laughs> Sneak. Let's go cat dog.
10: Hello? May I speak to Candace? This is she? Hey Candice, this is Tony. Are you Isaiah's mama? Excuse me? You are you Isaiah's mama? Yeah, I am. Why who are you? My name is Tony. I'm DeAndre's daddy. DeAndre they played on um this past season they played on the football team. They played on the um on the Seahawks together. Okay, okay, but like why are you calling me? Okay, I'm calling you for a particular reason. Let me tell you what's going on. This this whole past football season, your son Isaiah he was a starting quarterback, right? Yeah, he's yeah, he's a starting quarterback. He works real hard. Like that's that's his position. Okay, let let, let me let me go and say this. I already know that my son DeAndre is way better than your son Isaiah. I already know that. All right, you? now I ain't get to excuse you. No, ain't no excuse me. I'm not going to excuse myself about this. I've been waiting to get you on the phone so I can tell you exactly what's going on. Let me tell you something. That when, the, when the season come back around, when they get ready to play again, I'm telling you right now, my son DeAndre is going to be starting. Please know that. Trust me, I, I swear to you, I know what you did for your son. Excuse me, sir. Big-
11: excuse me. You, you, who the f*** do you think you are calling me telling me that your son is going to take my son's position on the team? How do you even have my number? I got, I got your number from a reliable source.
10: One of the parents gave me your number.
11: But what's it like, what kind of mental problems you got calling my house, telling me about how your son is so Your son is, like, not barely even on the team. He's not even
10: starting. Okay, no, my son ain't starting, okay? But he's going to be starting next year, okay? But I know what you did for your son to be starting. Trust me, I know what you did, Candice.
11: I didn't do anything. My son earned his position. So, I mean, I don't, I don't really get what you're saying here. You're talking about talking some big game about your son taking my son's position. Like, first of all, I don't even know who you are. I don't know how you got my number. Like, these, these are kids. It's not, it's really not that serious. Like, they're kids out there having a good time trying to play a game. Like, I haven't seen you at a game. I don't know I, who I, the I, f- you think. I don't know what f- you think you are. Stepping up, being like, my son is going to take your son's position. Like, what kind of f-ing crazy are you? Okay, you're calling I, I, me out of nowhere. out of the, You're calling me nowhere out of the f-ing clear blue. I'm just minding my business. My son is playing his game. Who the f- are you, and
10: why are you calling me? Like, what the f- is I, I ain't been to no games, but I'm going to be there on next season. I'll be there, okay? Okay. All right. I mean,
11: you could try. You could try. You might not want to come because your
10: son still ain't starting. Let me, but let's go on. and Get to the reason why I call you. I already know why your son started. So let's go on. let Be my real My son is starting. T- what? What? No, my
11: son is starting because he earned his position. He's the best on the team. He can run. Okay. Like, your you, son you don't say, got you,
10: no kind you, of arms. You you're saying that, Candace? But are you sure your son ain't starting? Because maybe you, maybe you slept. Maybe you slept with Coach Bryant. What? Oh, wait. Excuse you. Like, wh- did you, did you, did you sleep with Coach Bryant so your son could get that position? Did you do
11: that? Your mama slept with Coach Brian with her dry hey, f- That's why your son ain't playing. Who the f- do you think you are accusing me of sleeping with a g-
10: coach? Hey, hey, I'm just I'm just letting you know I know what you did for your. You son. don't know. You f- don't know. F- 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 you don't know. F- you don't know f- okay, so 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 you you saying you ain't slept with Coach Brian? That's what you're saying. That, so, you're, so Isaiah started because he because he they just picked him to start.
11: You are f-ing crazy. First of all, you're going to have to talk to my f-ing husband because these accusations are ridiculous and out of control. Like, I don't know who the you think you are calling in the house accusing me of sleeping with the f***ing coach. My son earned his position on the team. He's like, what the, who the f*** do you think you are? You are straight bugging who, who is your husband? Who is that? My husband is Curtis, who you don't know because you ain't never
10: showed up for your own damn son. Okay, Curtis, your your husband named Curtis. Okay, okay. So I I, I tell you what, I need to, I need to talk to Curtis. That's what I need to do. Oh, you're gonna more than talk to Curtis. You're
11: gonna catch some f-ing hands from Curtis with that mouth. Okay, all good. So 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 let me answer this. You sound like Curtis that drive trucks? That Curtis? I'm talking about Curtis, my husband, in my house. You don't know who we are because you ain't never showed up. You ain't nobody. Your kid is nobody. This whole f-ing phone call is bull. And you need to crawl back into whatever f- the hole you came out of because I am not here for this.
10: F- Curtis is a truck driver, right? Yeah. You lucky he ain't run your f- over yet. Oh, OK. OK. You're talking about Curtis. Now, now, now. Can I tell you something else that I didn't found out about Curtis? Can I tell you that? I,
11: I don't. I don't. I don't. I kind of don't want to hear anything that comes out of your mouth at this point.
10: OK. Just well, pe- the last thing I'm going to say out of my mouth. Can I just tell you what I know about Curtis? You better bank it quick. I'm going to make it quick. Curtis got me to prank phone call you. This is nephew Tommy Candace from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your husband, Curtis. Are you f***ing kidding me? <laughs> we
11: on the radio right now?
10: <laughs> no, you're not on right now, but you're going to be on in the morning, though.
11: <laughs> oh, my goodness. Like My heart is racing right now. i got to through the f***ing phone and tear up your throat. <laughs> Are you kidding me? My husband put you up to this?
10: Oh, your husband got me to call you, baby. He said, your son is an amazing quarterback. I said, cool, we're going to do this.
11: <laughs> Yo, you don't understand. My chest feels like a vice right now. I want to <laughs> kick you in the f***ing throw. Oh, my God. <laughs> All
10: right, Candace, you got to tell me one thing. What's the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the
0: land?
11: Steve Harvey in the morning. Woo. Oh, my God, I'm f***ing sweating, yo.
9: Come on, get a drum or something.
0: Oh, Lord. You play get too a much. Get a drum or oh, some. something. going to get all right. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to get some, alright you all right. <laughs> y'all think it's going to happen
9: this year? Is that what y'all think? You think it's going to yeah, happen this year?
0: Yeah. You're taking bets down in Vegas. It didn't happen last year because of the <laughs> pandemic. So, yeah.
9: Mm-mm. I can handle it. I can have oh, it. Man. I'm good. Okay. Somebody's going to slap the, you about their kids. I'm in the gym. <laughs> I'm in the gym. I'm good. In the oh, gym.
0: Okay. What'd you say, Steve?
9: Somebody going to slap you about one of
6: their kids one time. <laughs> Tell <them> about you <laughs> being in sure. the gym. What they got to do with getting slapped?
0: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, she did not play about her son. stupid, <laughs> <laughs> Somebody cared about you. All right. Thank you, Nev. Coming up at the top of the hour, the U.S. Surgeon General will be here right after this.
7: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
6: Hey, everybody. We got a a distinguished guest this morning. Uh, He's the 21st Surgeon General of the United States, and uh, he also was the 19th Surgeon General appointed by President Barack Obama from 2014 to 2017. And prior to being appointed again as Surgeon General, he served as co-chair on President Biden's Coronavirus Advisory Board. And today, we're going to discuss how COVID-19 vaccinations are the only way to end this pandemic. Please welcome to the show,
3: Dr. Vivek Murthy. How are you, sir? I'm doing well, thanks. Thanks for having me on.
6: Listen, we need to have you on because there's such a debate going on today about the vaccine should you shouldn't we there seems to be a certain sector of the population that's refusing the vaccine so we all know that COVID-19 has caused a lot of suffering for millions of Americans that's not up for debate and many of us have lost family members to COVID-19 including you that's true Mm -hmm. sir Could, could you could you share that with us
3: well, you know, uh, up until a few weeks ago, I was, you know, I, I was sharing from time to time that i would lost seven family members uh, to, you know, to COVID-19. Just actually this past week, we lost two more family members. So, you know, but I'm also aware that I'm not that different from a lot of people out there who have lost family and friends to this terrible virus. It's one of the reasons I want to see this, this pandemic end, because we've just lost so many people, Well, you know, over now 560,000 people in our country uh, to this virus. And so we got to put an end to it. And it does turn out that getting vaccinated is, is the, the fastest, surest path to get there.
6: Mm-hmm. Wow. I, I mean, look, man, we're sorry for your loss. So many people in this country have lost loved ones, which is which it kind of amazes me at some of the reservations that people have about this vaccination. Now, we've seen firsthand uh, the sense of relief that being vaccinated can bring you, because we've all been vaccinated on this show, uh, Dr.
8: Murphy.
3: Yes, we have.
6: How are the vaccinations going so far in the U.S.?
3: Well, I'm glad you asked. You know, overall, it's, it's going pretty well. I think it's going better than we could have anticipated at this point. Right now, more than 150 million people in our country have received at least one shot of the vaccine. That's more than 50% of all adults in America. And with this many people, what's been really interesting, Steve, is that the number two things we've learned. One is that this continues to be a really effective vaccine. If you look at people who are seniors, who are 65 and up, it turns out that they've gotten vaccinated in large numbers and the death rate has dropped by more than 80% in that population, which is pretty extraordinary. And, but what's also happened is that the safety profile of these vaccines has also remained really strong. So, very, very few in the way of, you know, any serious side effects, which is, which is really good. That's what you want. Uh, You know, as as a doctor, I, I think about this in the context of the conversations I've had with patients over the years, you know, sitting with them at their bedside trying to make decisions about what they should take in terms of medicines. And look, I think if people out there have questions about, the vaccine. That's okay. You know, if you have questions, you should get answers to them. You should be careful, right, and thoughtful about what treatments you take. But I think the good news here is you've got in this vaccine something that's really effective at preventing COVID. And the side effects that you hear about, because I know some people, you know, are worried about it. You know, this thing has lasting side effects. The side effects that most people experience actually are fever, chills, body ache, headache, and fatigue. And those last for on the order of hours whereas the protection you get lasts for months or maybe longer so the bottom line is that getting vaccinated is a is the fastest way really to get back to the people and activities we love it's a it has benefits that are really high the risks are really low and and that's a pretty good deal you know as far as medicines and vaccines go
6: let me ask you this What, what what uh the major things that we can do to help end this pandemic what 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 are the major things we can do
3: well it's a g- great question Stephen I'll say that the, what makes me feel hopeful uh, about the future is that we are in such a better place now than we were a year ago we still by the way we still have too many infections going on per day on the average of 40,000 or more infections still every day in the United States but we have a way Uh, to turn this pandemic around, and that's the vaccine. So the the key thing that we've got to do uh, is, number one, get vaccinated ourselves. Number two, turn around and look at the people in your life, your family, your friends, the people you care about, and ask them if they've got a plan to get vaccinated. We know that, you know, half the people in this country who are waiting to get vaccinated, they say that a conversation with a family member or a friend could make the difference in what they decide to do. That means that you don't need it to be a doctor or a nurse to make a difference here. If you've got people in your life you care about, you can make the difference in whether they get vaccinated or not. So have a conversation with them. If they want information, help them get information. Uh, if they want uh, help finding uh, a place to get vaccinated, now it's really easy. You can go to vaccines.gov, just put in your uh, your zip code, and then you can find places near you where you can get vaccinated. You can also text uh, a number. You can text the equivalent of get vax and you text your zip code to that number and boom, you can get three places right uh, you know, near you where you can get vaccinated. Or if you want to do it in Spanish, it's vacuna, those uh, six letters translated to digits. Text your zip code, and you'll get three places near you. So these are two simple things you can do. Get vaccinated and talk to your family and friends uh, to help them get vaccinated. If we do that, what will happen in this country likely is what we're seeing now in Israel. Israel hit a uh, interesting threshold. Now they're near 60% of their population vaccinated. And they have seen a dramatic drop across the country in, in, in infections. And now, as a result, they're able to open up more and more activities in their country. They're starting to get back to normal. That's what could happen here if we get more people vaccinated. That's how we can protect our community.
6: Hey, uh, Dr. Murthy, hold on right there. Uh, we're going to take a break. We're coming back. we got more with the Surgeon General right after this, folks.
3: You're listening to the
7: Steve Harvey Morning Show.
6: All right, we're back, and our special guest this morning is the 21st uh, Surgeon General of the United States, and we're talking about the vaccination. So let me ask you this. To the person that's wanting to say something to their family members or friends to convince them of this vaccination, what would you consider the top selling points they, they might mention?
3: Well, here's what I would say. You First of all, look, we should if people have questions, we should be really thoughtful about it, not judge people and make them feel bad you know, about the questions they have. Like, we don't know why people have the questions they do. Some people have had a really bad experience with the healthcare system. Uh, other people may have seen misinformation online, but not know if it's true or not. And so the first thing I do is go in there and listen first before we judge. The second thing I would do is to remind people that, again, over 150 million people have got this and we're seeing it is still a really good side effect profile, and we're seeing that it's really effective in dropping deaths. And the last thing I, I tell them is that, remember, 90% of doctors have either gotten vaccinated or are planning to. These are the people that we go and see uh, about our health, the people that we trust. Uh, they trust and believe in this vaccine. They're getting it themselves. Uh, and that's why, you know, I think one, one more reason why we can trust in it. And finally, just remember this, that what we all want, all of us, is we want to turn this pandemic around. We want to protect ourselves, the people we love. We want to get back to doing the things we love doing as well. Getting together with friends. Getting back to school and work. Being able to go out to, to a ball game uh, and not worry uh, about you know getting sick. The path, fastest way for us to do that is to get vaccinated. And Steve, I, I want to just share one last thought with you, and you know, just a, a broader sure. thought overall, which is you know I, I know you you can read the headlines on the paper sometimes and feel really down about where we are right now with this pandemic it has been going on for over a year to turn people's lives upside down. A lot of us are just tired. You know, I feel that too at times, just kind of exasperated, you know, with just how taxing this whole experience has been. But I do want people to know that this pandemic will end, that we will get back to our way of life. The sooner we get vaccinated, the faster that will happen. But what I hope we don't ever forget is what I believe is one of the greatest lessons of this pandemic which is that we need each other, that we can get through this pandemic alone. COVID has reminded us that as much as we might, you know, share stories about people building companies on their own or doing extraordinary things or athletes who lead their team to success, real life is more about what people do together. It's about how they support one another in their journeys. And right now there are a lot of people out there who are struggling. Maybe they lost a job. Maybe they lost a loved one. Maybe they're worried about their kid's future. And this is a time where we need to reach out and help one another, because it is in serving other people that we will find our healing as well. And the government can help, but turning this pandemic around, helping our communities heal, it's going to take all of us standing up, looking out for one another, supporting one another. That's how we not only get through this pandemic, but how we come out on the other side stronger than even before this pandemic began.
6: Okay, hey, this is great information. Can you sit tight for us, Dr. Murthy? We got to take a quick break. and we come back, we'll close out with the Surgeon General right after this.
7: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
6: All right, we're back, everybody. And our special guest is Surgeon General of the United States, uh, Dr. Uh, Murthy. And, uh... We're discussing the vaccination, the pandemic. In our lifetime, none of us have faced anything like this. And it has cost so many people so many precious lives. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I mean, all of us wanted to end. We are exhausted. You know, I'm tired of these masks. I'm tired of places not being open. Mm -hmm. I mean, you're exhausted from it. But Mm -hmm. there's light at the end of the tunnel. Finally. And uh I mean really appreciate the efforts of uh, uh the Biden Harris uh presidency. They really came in with a with a real effort to get this thing curtailed and I appreciate the efforts they've making in getting the country vaccinated. And thank you, sir, for sharing uh your thoughts with us and and what we're doing, and uh, we're on top of it. And if I don't know this, don't this probably ain't gonna solve the problem. But in my own little way, my contribution to this whole thing is if you ain't vaccinated, don't bring your ass around me. And I just wanted to say that and with the, from all the depth in my Murphy. heart. Well, Dr. Murphy, he need help. Every little bit helps. And you know, if you can make a small contribution in your own way, maybe you have a way that you wanna lend yourself to it, you know. You know, vaccinate yeah. or hibernate. You know, whatever you want to do,
3: pick something. Pick something.
6: Yeah,
3: pick it's something.
6: something Doctor, that we
9: apologize for. Fits our well it. with
6: you.
3: And no apologies needed. You know, got <laughs> everyone's oh, do their part. That's you a good
6: know. one to apologize. I apologize, but I don't care for sick ass people. You know, I'm coming up with several things. You're on the wrong. I would, yeah, yeah, to just I contribute. Be to you know what I'm saying? I, don't, I, like I just don't care for sick ass people. Yeah, vaccinate or hibernate. Yeah. You know what you want to do you know or you know it's just I got more but I won't share them with you now but if you need any help with a campaign slogan Call your man Steve Harvey, and I'll have a whole lot of very catchy, catchy phrases that
0: you know. Do you, Do you think Dr. Murphy's mother would approve, Steve? Yeah, she's, she's a big fan. I fans.
6: understand she watches uh, Family a Family Feud all the time.
3: Huge Steve Harvey fan. <laughs> you know, I don't think he could do wrong in her eyes. <laughs> yeah. So, no, the Doctor, I think what you said is right. That we we need everyone to to step up and to do their part in their own ways you know like each of us the thing is it's easy to feel like you don't have power today in society but each of us the people who trust us and who listen to us and if we turn around and have a conversation with them you never know if that's the conversation that's going to change someone's mind and help save their life and that's what if we all do that for the people in my life i have no doubt that we will get our country vaccinated and that we will protect our communities and we will end this pandemic yeah okay
6: Yes, well, sir. Well, doctor, thank mm-hmm. you thank so much. And one last slogan. <laughs>
1: On the way out.
0: You know, huh? Sorry again, Dr. Murphy. You know,
6: uh, needles are scary. It might cause you to cry. But at least if you get it, your ass won't die. <laughs> thank you. That's the new T-shirt. I'll be putting that one out. And then we'll put the Surgeon General across the bottom of that.
1: And with the uh, word boom. Yeah. Uh,
6: Dr. Murthy, thank you so much for joining us today, Thanks. sir.
3: Thank you so much. It was so nice to speak with you and the whole team. Thank you all for what you're doing to help. Great get people job. Right in. You
6: so, you know, we, we're you're just crazy. doing our part. You know, you yes. got to help people.
1: you know, got some work. slogans. Listen to them.
6: can up in here. I'm, all morning, I'm going to be coming up with slogans <laughs> to help you get vaccinated.
0: My was, favorite you know, so far, though, is "Vaccinate or Hibernate." I like yeah. that one a lot. Oh, yeah, catchy, you do that very that catchy. On See,
3: One last thing I would just share. Uh-uh, if no! <laughs> I'm still here, as it turns out. I'm, okay. like, I'm still <laughs> hanging out, I'm supposed to do here? <laughs> David, I, you I-, I will hang up. Hey, I'm still here. But one thing I was just going to say is, if you um. If you're serious actually about wanting to potentially do more, uh, we're we're trying to work on some creative ideas for things that we could do that would be fun and interesting and oh, uh, and I'm also reach man. the community. Yeah, I'm and so, man. yeah, well, I would love to, to just brainstorm some things that we could uh, potentially do together down the line.
0: All
6: right, we'll do that. Thank you, sir.
3: Sounds good.
0: All right, coming up next, it is The Nephew with the prank phone call right after this. You're listening to The
7: Steve Harvey Morning Show.
0: Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. The subject, she loves me, I love her not. But right now, the nephew is here with today's prank phone call. We'll get into the strawberry letter in a minute, but nephew, what do you have for us right now?
9: It's time to hit the pool. Summertime mm-hmm. is coming. It's here, uh-huh. basically. Uh-huh. Title is Naked Lifeguard. Uh, Naked. Uh, what? lifeguard don't 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 let this bother you don't let this bother you <laughs> it is
1: bothering me though
9: life okay
1: you can i know
9: up. i ain't the only one on this show that swam naked i know i ain't the only one.
10: <laughs> <laughs> let's go cat naked lifeguard hello hello i'm trying to reach a uh a carrie t-
4: yes this is
10: carrie t- hi carrie my name is oliver oliver w- you uh put in an application with with the employment agency about looking for some work as far as being a lifeguard.
4: Oh, yeah, I did.
10: Okay. Have you had much experience being a lifeguard?
4: Yeah, I've been doing this for a while now, back since I was like 18. I got my CPR certification. I've had as many as like 200 people at one time watching them, so I'm good. I'm good at what I do. I love it.
10: Very good, very good. Well, I'll tell you what, I, I've looked over your application, and I, I've checked everything out thoroughly, and I'm very excited about maybe getting you to, I don't know if you're familiar with it, but a public pool. It's actually in a uh, subdivision. There's two pools there. Are you familiar with Yeah, it yeah, I'm
4: familiar with it. They're, they're near where I live, yeah.
10: Okay. Well, there's actually in the back of... There's a gated community, and um, that is actually the particular property that I'm talking about, you coming out and uh, working for us there uh, at the pool site. Uh, if we can get you on Monday to Friday, we're going to actually hire some, uh, some more college students for, for Saturday and Sunday. What do you say?
4: Oh, I say okay. That <laughs> sounds great. Monday okay. through Friday, weekends off, yeah.
10: Yeah, That's exactly. Good. Now, we start off, job actually pays $25 an hour.
4: Wow.
10: You would be our head lifeguard, and um, we, would, we would want you to be there from, you know, I mean, if you start at 12, we'd actually like for you to get there around 1130. You okay. know, just, just to be prepared and um, be the overseer and make sure the other lifeguards get there on time. And, you know, we'll go from there. Okay. Now, Carrie, there's only one catch that, that actually comes along with this job. We want you to work an additional uh, four hours from 6 to 10 at night but it's going to pay you $50 per hour. So you'll make an extra $200. How do you feel about that?
4: Man, I feel good. I mean, with the recession and everything, I could use that money right now, especially during the summertime.
10: Okay, now here's the deal. This is in a gated community, like I told you before, but also uh, it's going to be adults at night, and it, and they are actually going to be swimming nude. What? Yeah, they're going to be swimming nude, and what they ask is if they're going to be swimming nude, they want to make sure that the lifeguard that's protecting them is going to be nude as well.
4: Okay, I'm a certified lifeguard. I'm CPR certified. I'm a student. I've had other jobs, but nudity wasn't on my resume. Uh,
10: And I, and, and I, I, I understand that wholeheartedly, but we're talking about, you possibly making seventeen hundred fifty dollars a week. How do you feel about seventeen hundred fifty a week for your nursing school? I'm sure that'll that'll definitely pay for it uh, mm-hmm. throughout the entire summer, that should be be a big help, shouldn't it?
4: Yeah, it would, but
10: I mean I mean you, are, are, you, are you, how do you feel about trying it for a few weeks and then you know how, how do you feel about that?
4: I don't know, but I mean,
10: you're going to watch over some adults who who are actually just going to be nude in the pool. And and you're nude as well, up on the big chair that overwatches everybody. Uh, seventeen fifty. I don't seventeen fifty, Carrie. You know?
4: I don't think I'm gonna be able to do that.
10: Seventeen fifty, Carrie. We're talking about four hours of you being nude along with some other people that are already nude. So I mean, what's the big deal, you know? What we need you to do is come down. We're going to do some drills, some lifeguard drills, and make sure that you're definitely qualified. But we're going to make sure that when you do those, you got to be naked as well, okay?
4: What, what, why would I have to do some drills naked? I, I'm, I'm already a lifeguard. What do I need to drill I, I, naked for? I understand for? all
10: that, but in order, we, we, for, for our particular property, we got to make sure that you're actually prepared and ready, you know?
4: I don't understand.
10: Well, that's the way it is, Carrie. We need you to come down and do some drills, well, it's not going to take long, probably about a half hour. You come down, you get undressed, you get in the pool, and we make sure that you're qualified um, to, to swim nude, to handle, to saving somebody's life nude, the whole nine yards.
4: But, uh, what, I mean, what if my family comes to that pool? You know Carrie,
10: I can't go back and forth with you. I can't. Now, I know you you, you, you know, I looked at your resume, I looked at what you were doing and what you're pursuing in life, and I thought this would be a great opportunity for you.
4: But I can't be... I mean, I can't do that to my family, and...
10: You're, no, no, wait a minute, hang on a second. Now, you can't tell me you can't do it now.
4: Oh, yes, I... Yes, I can.
10: Now, you get your down here in the morning so I can get these drills done, and I want you naked when you get here and get in this pool, you understand me?
4: Who the hell do you think you're talking to? Are you some kind of pool pimp? Lifeguard, human resources, hiring pimp. You're not pimping me. I don't have to come down there, but I don't want to come down there. You Who gotta the bring the your f- You down here tomorrow
10: and get in this pool and do How these the drills?
4: Who f- do you think you're talking to? I'm
10: talking to you. You what get your down f- out here to tomorrow. Do, and you do these drills. What drill.
4: you need to do is go get you a Pamela Anderson Baywatch. Cause I ain't the
11: excuse me. What
4: is that? i ain't to be doing no new breaststroke for you all freaky. I don't know them. I don't know them people.
10: I don't give a d- who you know. Now you get your down here and you take the job. I'm
4: not coming down there to your fun pool tomorrow and, and swim nude and lifeguard nude for a bunch of raunchy. I don't know who you think you're talking to. I was trying to be nice to you. When well, you come to my house with that, and then I thought about it because I'm not that kind of girl. You got me up. Okay, you need to go get you a, a Pamela Anderson Baywatch, you know, deep sea diving. I don't know what you need, but I'm not what you need. You get your black
10: down here tomorrow.
4: Who you think you're talking to? I'm talking
10: to you. Who you think you're talking to?
4: I'm talking to you. Who do you think you're talking to?
10: I got something I want to say to you. You listening?
4: You know what? You you better go ahead and say it, cause I'm about to hang up this phone in your face right
10: now. This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your girlfriend.
4: <sighs> Are you serious? <laughs> see,
10: see, see. pranked you, baby. Your girlfriend really pranked you. You all right? You know
4: what? When I see that, <laughs> she's gonna have one less
10: float.
4: <laughs> I cannot believe she did me like this. All
10: right, I gotta ask you something, baby. What is what is the baddest? I'm talking about the baddest radio show in the land.
4: The Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> uh, oh, the distress wait. in her voice. <laughs> uh, I thought about it, and here, I, I can't do new. that.
6: I, I just can't do that to my uh, family.
0: No, right. Sweet right. Yeah, she really was. Get
6: your black ass down.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Why could you talk to no, her like that? Tommy,
6: I'd have been down there for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even got my daddy, but Tommy, you kind of blew it in the beginning. You know, you're gonna be at the pool. You're gonna be like the head. Uh, you're gonna be the overseer. I said, what kind of slave ass? Overseer. Yeah. You are gonna be the overseer? I said, right. what, what did his old ass say to this younger? You gonna be like the uh, overseer? Well, damn. He
8: well, damn. Say the at, boss, what point the what, at
6: what point shall I bring out my bag and pick a bail? <laughs> wow.
0: wow. The All right, here we go with the strawberry letter coming up. The subject is she loves me, I love her not. We'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. Yeah. Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the Strawberry Letter. Thank you, nephew. Subject, she loves me. I love her not. Dear Stephen Shirley, I'm a 36 year old male and I misjudged my fiance. I met her on social media and we had a long distance relationship for five months. When I first visited her I should have known better than pursue her, than to pursue her. She's 32 years old and lives with her mom, her three children, her two sisters and two nieces. But she was always well put together and she had her own tax business so I gave it a chance. She She is the most beautiful woman I've ever met with long golden brown hair and freckles on her nose. She's also got a body like Serena Williams. So after just five months of dating, I asked her to marry me. She was overjoyed and said she wanted to bring the kids the next time she came to my house. I have only two bedrooms since I use my third bedroom as an office and my gym. The next week she came with the kids on a Sunday. We got them settled and I went to work on Monday. I got home from work and it smelled like she had been frying chicken and boiling chitterlings. Uh... (laughs) The two-year-old's diaper was off, and it was in the middle of the floor. There was an air mattress in my office, and the eight-year-old said uh, his mom bought it so he could have his own room. The six-year-old girl was sitting there playing with my laptop. My fiancé was in the bed watching TV, still in her bonnet and pajamas. I told her the house was a mess, and she said that's how it is with kids quarantined all day. This was just the first day. Now it's been three weeks, and all we do is argue about discipline and cleaning up. I've fallen out of love with her. She's made herself at home and thinks we're still getting married. How do I tell her it's time for her and the kids to leave? Hmm, hmm, hmm. Well, uh, unless you, you know, you can afford to get a bigger house and a nanny and a maid and all that stuff, I just say, you know, you pull her to the side, open up your mouth, and tell her that this is not going to work, period. Uh, (laughs) This same, same, same behavior, lazy, nasty, stinky, all that, it's going to get even worse when you marry this woman, okay? Okay. So you got to stop the madness now. You've only known her for five months. You've only known her for five months. That's no time at all. She said yes to her, her, your proposal right away because she wanted to get out of her mom's house with her mom, her two sisters, and her two nieces. That's pretty crowded. It's too crowded. Um, so, uh, <laughs> I, you know, I just think because... Cause Don't I'll put it this way? Don't you think it's a little odd that she didn't say, Let's wait a while after you proposed? You know, let's wait a little while. What's the rush? I would like to get to know you a little better. Um, I I have to be sure about who I bring my kids around, etc. etc. Usually, women with kids require that, you know, but but not this one. She was she was pretty eager. To jump on in, uh, you know, like you're some sort of captain save uh, to her. She and her kids will, um, you know, have their own place, she was thinking. They'll have their own rooms with you. This this is great. This is perfect for them. So to you, I, I, I say, if you don't want to marry her, get out now. Because it's not going to get any better if you guys get married. Steve?
6: Wow. This letter's so stupid. Dear Stephen Shirley, you know, this 36-year-old male uh, has misjudged his fiance. But let me tell you how quickly he misjudged him. Now, he met this woman on social media. Long-distance relationship for five months. And you visited her, and you said after the first visit, you should have known better than to pursue her. And here's why. She's 32 years old. She lived with her mama, her three children, her two sisters, and two nieces. Okay, that's a lot, dog. That's a lot of people living in the house. But then, here what you got. See, you met her on social media. And here, was, here what you said. She's always well put together. And she got her own tax business. So I gave it a chance. Dog, that ain't why you gave it a chance. Here's the real reason. She's the most beautiful woman I've ever met with long golden brown hair and freckles on her nose. She also got a body like Serena Williams. You Now, you got that, everybody? Yeah. Then yeah. guess what? Uh, so after five months of dating her, I asked her to marry me, boy,
7: <laughs> boy.
6: Freckles on the nose, long golden brown hair, and the body like Serena Williams. And five months of that, you asked her to marry you. So you didn't ignore her living conditions, <laughs> right? The three kids, the staying with her mama, her two sisters, two nieces. You ignore that. All because of the body like Serena Williams. That's what this all about.
0: Mm-hmm. That body.
6: Five body. months of that Serena Williams body, and you asked her to marry you. Then mm. your dumb ass, <laughs> when she said she wants you to meet the kids, she said she'll bring them over next time she comes. And yeah. she ain't
0: left. <laughs> Hang it's going to get Steve. ugly after the break Hang on, alright, we'll have part two of Steve's response Coming up at 23 minutes after the hour Subject, she loves me, I love her not We'll get back into it right after this
7: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show
0: Alright, come on Steve, let's recap today's strawberry letter The subject, she loves me, I love her not
6: Yeah, we got a problem with this letter right here 36 year old man that misjudged your fiance. You didn't misjudge her. You didn't misjudge her, dog. You didn't pay attention to it. You didn't misjudge. You passed the other judgment. See, you didn't misjudge her when you found out you saw on social media, highlight reel was incredible. She on IG with all the banging outfits, everything. All this here. But when you visited her, She was 32, lived with her mama, her three kids, her two sisters, and two nieces. But she was always well put together. She had her own tax business. So you gave her the chance. Now, this is why you gave her the chance, dog. She's the most beautiful woman I've ever met. Long, golden, brown hair, freckles on her nose. She got a body like Serena Williams. So after five months of dating, five damn months, You asked her to marry you. That's all it took? A body like Serena, some long hair, and some damn freckles. And now you want to get married? Boy, you dumb. She was overjoyed, Shirley. Yeah. Said she wanted to bring the kids the next time she came to my house.
0: Of course she was.
6: (laughs) Now, the dude said he only got two bedrooms, and I use your third bedroom as an office and my gym. Well, the next week she came with the kids on the Sunday. We got them settled. He go to work on Monday. He come home from work. It smelled like she been in that fried chicken and boiling chitlins. The two-year-old's diaper is off and in the middle of the floor. That was the chitlins right there. <laughs>
0: exactly. You know it was. That's See, because that two-year-old
6: can walk mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He probably took it off himself. And it's all over that. Yeah, my little grandson could do that. He took his dive off the other day and just Uh walked off from it. Uh (laughs) And I walked right into it, turned right around, went and got his (laughs) damn daddy. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not touching it. Then left a dive in the middle of the floor. There was an air mattress in your office. The eight-year-old said his mom bought it so he could have his own room. So now this boy got his own room. The six-year-old girl was sitting there playing with your laptop and your fiance, the most beautiful woman in the world, mm-hmm. with the long brown hair, mm-hmm. with the freckles, and the right. body like Serena.
0: Mm-hmm. What
6: she was in bed watching TV in her bonnet and pajamas. Bonnet?
0: <laughs> what? Yeah, Bonnet? Bonnet? You got to keep your hair together, Steve. All day, though, the bonnet. Mm -hmm.
6: I told her the house was a mess. She said that's how it is when you got kids quarantined all day.
0: Okay. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh.
6: So now, baby kids have moved into your house.
0: Yes. Yes.
6: (laughs) You got baby kids and they in there tearing it up. So now it's been three weeks. All we do is argue about discipline and cleaning up. I done fallen out of love with her. Hmm. She done made herself at home, and she thinks we still getting married. How do I tell her it's time for her and her kids to leave? Hey, Serena, it's time for you and your kids to leave.
0: Just tell her, (laughs) yeah. Hey, Serena,
6: (laughs) I ain't in love with you no more. I don't know what the hell I was thinking about.
0: And after five months, you can say that, right? Hey, Serena,
6: (laughs) I'm not even in love with you anymore. Matter of fact, I misjudged you. Matter of fact, it's all on me. I'm stupid. I forgot I don't even want to be married. Oh, it's going to be a fight.
0: She's going to have to go back over there with her mom and sisters and kids.
6: Ooh. Yeah, but you sitting up in here, man, with baby kids tearing your house up, your, your three-bedroom uh, apartment gone. <laughs> now I don't mind the kids, the amount of kids. That ain't what I'm talking about. Your problem is the way they spreading on you. I, bruh, me personally, you got to get out of there. Yeah. And the best way to do it is just to say it. That's right. This ain't good right here, man. Coming home, damn, sitting in my laptop, like six, playing on like this, like this, a uh, uh, tablet or something. Well,
0: this ain't no what, toy. That's what happens, Steve, right, when you only have known someone for five months. That's exactly <laughs> right, bruh. Five
6: you know, months and you asked yeah. her to marry you? what did she do to you now she obviously good at it i got that
0: she's beautiful
6: yeah she didn't turn you out now bruh she ain't who you thought she was you cannot marry this woman though first of all you ain't in love with her so you should never marry anybody you ain't in love with but secondly right. though bruh that house gonna be nasty for a long time this how i do when you got kids and you obviously ain't got no kids. Now you got a whole family.
0: It's mm-hmm. a lot. Oof. This is a lot.
6: This way yeah. past a lot. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. It's too much.
6: Yeah. Yeah. I just drive Slow off down. <laughs>
0: but it's his never, house. And <laughs> i
1: had a house and everything.
6: <laughs> yeah, I just ruined my credit for seven years, man. That's all right. I'm gonna quit paying for it. <laughs> oh, wow. yeah. we'll put that on the credit report. That's all right. All right,
0: thank you, Steve, uh, for your comments on today's I'm strawberry Letter. In my car. <laughs> you can post yours at Steve Harvey FM on Instagram and Facebook. Check out the Strawberry Letter Podcast on demand. Coming up at 46 minutes after the hour, Sports Talk with Junior, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Junior is here with Sports Talk. What you got, Junior? All right, Charlie, before
8: we get to that, don't forget June 5th in Dallas at the Market Hunt Hill Bridge, the Kears Hope 3rd Annual 5K Run and Fun Walk uh, Helping People with Sickle Cell is going on June 5th, 8 a.m. at the Market Hunt Hill Bridge. Go to kearshope.org, K-I-E-R-S, hope.org, to register and come out and hang out. That's Maybe we have have a great time. In sports, though, this is the biggest news in sports right now. The reigning NFL MVP Aaron Rodgers wants out of Green Bay, right? What? It's, yeah. Aaron Rodgers won't out. You know last year at the draft, they drafted his replacement, Jordan Love out of Utah, out of Utah State. This year they didn't draft him any help at any of the positions and now he wants out. His contract uh he would they would offer him a new contract. He would be the highest paid quarterback in the NFL. But he what? won't out. He he, he, no, he won't. won't. Out. No, I'm Hunter saying Will? his new contract More than they than give him. Yeah, no, they want to give him one. They want to give him one. But hold please. on. This this it? Look at this. This is the crazy part. Either he can go to San Francisco, great team, or he can go to Denver Broncos, be an asset there. But here's another team in the hunt. The Cleveland Browns. Now, what let me let me, let me tell you what's so funny about the Cleveland Browns. The Cleveland Browns said they not gonna get rid of Baker Mayfield for Aaron Rodgers. Now, is that really true in Cleveland up? Huh?
6: That's a true statement.
8: They gonna ride it out with Baker Mayfield.
6: Because we would have to gut our team we would have to lose too many valuable players and we just had a great draft. Okay, so, and we had a great offseason with our free free agency. So Damn. if we give up Baker Mayfield for Aaron Rodgers, yeah, but we don't know how much longer he going to play and we going to have to give up too much. We got a great line, we got great running backs. I love mm. we. We got a strong defense yeah, now. He
9: in that, like it's, he is GM. Yeah. Yeah, he a the GM. He opened. Oh,
6: no. He opened <laughs> on the stage. You know, we got a. <laughs> I mean, y'all the Texans. So what y'all want me to do?
7: Be proud, you know. You know.
8: Okay, the <laughs> okay um, let's, let's just say this though: Would you take Aaron Rodgers if you didn't have to give up everything? Well, hey just, just. Okay, so that's all.
6: Yeah, but that I don't think that's a real conversation. I'd be stunned if it is, because they'd have to give up a lot to get Aaron Rodgers. But if we had Aaron Rodgers, we in the Super Bowl.
8: You, you, you—that really? season, you think that
6: we, That season it, with Aaron, we, Ro- we in the we. Super Bowl soon as he signed the line.
8: <laughs> we. we
6: in the damn Super Bowl. <laughs>
8: I oh, thought it, man. <laughs> I thought it'd be a great place for him to play, though, man. With weapons like Odell Beckham Jr. over there, man, it would be a good, it'd be a good city for him. We well, you know Wait, all
6: that old laughing, y'all doing, ha he, he. We know who ain't gonna be in the damn.
8: <laughs> Wait a we minute, go? Go. Come Come on. You know, hold on. We can't say that. No, no, no. I can say that. We got some stuff. No, reconstruction. Working reconstruction. On? We reconstruction. All right, we'll right. uh, we be,
0: there. <laughs> we'll be back with more of this Steve Harvey Morning Show at the top of the hour, right after this.
7: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
0: They will do anything, I mean anything, to stop our vote. Take a listen to the exchange from uh, the Texas House when a Texas Democrat schooled a Texas Republican on the purity of the ballot box. Take a listen to this.
5: That provision was drafted specifically to disenfranchise black people, Mm -hmm. black voters, in fact, following the Civil War. Did you know that? No, that's, that's, I'm, I'm sorry to hear that. And are you familiar with white primaries? Uh, I've, we've, we've heard and read of such things. Have you, I, I'm glad have you that's read about those? disgusting thing, yes. Did you realize that that purity of the ballot box language in the Texas Constitution gave rise to all white primaries? No, no I didn't. And did you know that this purity at the ballot box justification was also used during the Jim Crow area to prevent black people from voting? No, no, those are, those are troubling things. I, I didn't know that was their, their Did reason. you know that in states across the country that penal disenfranchisement schemes were put in place, including in Texas, as far back as 1845, to effectively lock African-American people out of the political process? Are you aware of this history? I, I wasn't aware of um, any kind of malicious intent in the use of that term. Okay. And the reason it was used is, I looked at the Constitution because I believe our authority the wife and the people, and that's why. Gentlemen, sounds expired.
4: <laughs>
1: okay. That's, lot. Lot. that's what I love. He do not know here. a damn thing.
0: And, oh, how is he even a politician yeah. at this point? Oh, but <laughs> He's a t- uh, Texas Republican. Well, you know, to that we say, S- Steve Harvey Nation, stay woke. The For the People Act is headed to the Senate Rules Committee. Before our senators debate and amend the bill, please call your senators. Call them today and urge them to pass the most important voting rights reform of our generation. We need this. The For the People Act will institute automatic voter registration, modernize voter registration systems, expand early voting requirements, allow universal access to vote by mail, restore the right to vote for people with felony convictions and more, okay? This is very important because you see what they're doing in these states where they don't want us to vote at all. Contact your member of Congress, your senator now, and urge them to support the For the People Act. Go to whenweallvote.org to get all of the information you need, okay? Okay. I didn't know Ooh. that.
9: That's, that's disheartening. I didn't You're know that hardy. at all. I didn't know that then. I had no idea. Yeah, yeah.
0: What are you doing in there? <laughs> well.
9: Surely,
6: huh? the majority of people don't know. Yeah. But they live. It's amazing how they don't know, but they still honor the policies mm. uh-huh. without even knowing what's behind it.
1: It's Mm -hmm. tradition. They just oh yeah, man. They just Just honor that. Yeah, Mm -hmm. they just and
6: going so man. It's easy to do it because it ain't got nothing to do with you,
1: right? Right. Yes,
0: sir. Exactly. Yes, sir.
6: But the moment these situations got something to do with you, I bet you're gonna view it all together different.
0: They were trying to stop you from voting, your constituents from voting. Our vote doesn't matter
1: to them, but they're sure are trying to stop it, though, huh? Hmm. Yeah. Oh, oh that's they the point, know what though. It, it
0: does matter. Exactly. We showed them it's last exactly. election, for sure. And
9: okay. we're going to show them again, too.
0: Yes, we are. Yes, we are. We're going to show year. them again. Right. Next We're going to keep
1: showing and, them, and every every we're not just going to show get. them for the presidential election. We're going to mm-hmm. show them for midterms. Mid-term. We're going to show them for the local elections mm-hmm. because yeah. judges and uh, they appoint, uh, mayors appoint mm-hmm. police chiefs, mm-hmm. all of
9: them Everything. Live. I'm voting on everything. Railroad commissioner, everything. <laughs>
1: everything? Come on. Stay <laughs> everything. Woke,
9: right? the, li- the librarian, everything. <laughs> I'm voting for everything.
0: Wait, I'm stuck on right. railroad commissioner. I love it. Because, you know, when I, I get in there in the voting box, that. I see that and I'll be like,
9: well, I don't know uh-huh. what to do with this part. I'm, I bet I, I bet I get educated on that.
7: Yeah, right. we have stay to
0: woke. educate ourselves and, you know, keep listening, of course, to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. We got you. We, we'll inform yeah. you, yeah, with whatever's going down that you need to know, of course. Everything. We both yeah. on the
9: janitor at the school. Everything.
0: Yes. <laughs> we'll have more of today's trending stories on the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up at 20 minutes after the hour, right after this.
7: You're listening listen, to the listen, Steve Harvey listen. Morning
0: Show. In trending, just weird tiger news... <laughs> Uh, this was so crazy. <laughs> Residents of a West Houston neighborhood were shocked. Did you see this big Bengal tiger just roaming the streets yeah. after apparently escaping from a house? Well, an off-duty police officer approached the tiger's owner with his gun drawn. So take a listen to this. You and your
10: tiger, get the back inside, oh, i get him. Get the back inside. I don't know who the this is. Get the back inside. I'll get him, I'll get him.
7: <laughs> mm. yeah.
6: You have it to cuss bad. when the tiger, you yeah. have to cuss when there's a tiger walk. Yeah.
7: yeah. There's no
6: yeah. way you can, can be a off duty, on duty, never had duty, uh-huh. when security. When you Don't. see a tiger, you have to cuss. In your
8: neighborhood, oh, that tiger was dead. Ain't no, ain't no, ain't
6: no tiger
1: get your tiger. Cute. Get your tiger,
6: dog. Get your tiger. <laughs> please don't shoot him get your damn tiger
0: because <laughs> i uh-huh. to you and he grabbed him and took him on in the house too you saw that
4: <laughs>
6: oh my. oh man I, 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 hey you lucky it wasn't me i got the, i got what? to put as soon as i see him i got the gun i got the, i got to start shooting
0: the tiger owner he was out on bond uh as a possible murder suspect they're investigating him for murder. So what That's is really much. going Where do on here? you get a tiger yeah. from? They'd have you had, had you me down
6: there for murder, too.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll yeah. have so more. <laughs> yeah, we'd have both been in trouble. Two more of the Steve Harvey time. Morning Show coming up in 33 minutes after, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It is time for Ask the CLO. With Steve Harvey, the CLO in the building. This one is from Willie and Gary, Indiana. Willie writes, I'm a 56-year-old married man. My wife found a condom in my work bag that had been there since 2019. I told her I got it from a health fair in my office building, but... She didn't believe me. I really Ah. did have a one-night stand. Listen to this, guys. I really did have a one-night stand with a coworker two years ago after an office Christmas party, but it was only once. My wife claimed a lady called her and told her everything. I panicked and confessed, and then my wife said she made it all up to get the truth. She wants the name and the number of the lady, but she's married to a boxer. How can I get my wife to leave this alone? Come on, CLO. For you to be 56
6: years old and fall for the (laughs)
0: okie-dokie, I don't
6: give a damn what you accuse me of. It's not true. <laughs> I don't even no. understand. But you she... confess to everything. Yeah. Bro, yeah. what's wrong with you?
0: And what what are you doing with a condom still in your bag from tonight to 2019?
6: Oh, He's one night. Nice it only happened one time. Man, come on. He's dude.
1: an idiot. You stupid.
6: Man. All this Damn, truth I can't do this. <laughs> and I done told y'all about this oh, truth. It's way overrated.
8: It's yes, not. What it. are you confessing oh, uh, for? Down.
6: She ain't even bust you. Dog, you saw me where? <laughs> Wait a minute, with who? <laughs> what What woman you talking about?
4: Mm,
6: the I don't kind know of who you talking about. Is. you going to have to come up with a name. Mm-hmm. You got to come up with some Texas. You got to have a picture. You got to mm-hmm. have something. Like mm-hmm. the joke I wrote a long time ago. I don't uh-huh. care if you got a Polaroid picture uh-huh. of my butt jacked up in the air with my social security number on my ass,
7: that is not me, okay? Yeah.
6: And I don't know how this man got my social security number on his ass or how he even knew it. I don't know. But it is not me. That's how strong I am with it. Pretty
0: convincing. Pretty convincing. Um. Yeah, he he's in a world of trouble on that one. Uh, he wants to know how can he get his wife to leave it alone though. That's the question, CLO.
9: Mm. Put that condom on, and sure it don't fit. not Hey fit dog. It. Hey
6: dog. Hey dog. Hey dog. This is not uh, O.J. Simpson tribe. Oh my. Bad.
0: <laughs> oh, if it doesn't fit, we must quit.
6: <laughs> you can't be married and have a condom.
0: Coming up, it is our last break of the day. And, of course, we'll have some closing remarks at 49 minutes after from the one and only, our fearless leader, Steve Harvey, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Here we are, guys, our last break of the day. Yeah. On this Tuesday, right? It's Mm -hmm. Tuesday. It's the last. (laughs) These days, these weeks go by so fast, you get lost in them. Oh, all the
9: COVID days went by. We didn't know what day it was. At all, right? <laughs> yeah, we just got back
8: on the schedule. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yes.
0: And we yeah. had the Surgeon General thank you on for the show. To the, yeah, I was going to say this, thank you to the Surgeon uh-huh. General. Yeah. 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 And I helped I you just put some clothes on week before last. Yeah. What'd you say, Tommy?
9: I just put some real clothes on week
0: before last. <laughs> <laughs> Not your uh, sweats?
9: <laughs> I've been a sweat warm-up dude, man. Yeah,
0: everybody has mm-hmm. something. Everybody
1: mm-hmm. has been rocking that look. Being what just being comfortable, just being comfortable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, house.
0: even you, Steve, have relaxed your wardrobe.
6: I mean, I I wouldn't go in no damn well
1: Right. That's
6: yeah. Exactly. I was not going nowhere, especially yeah. last summer. Oh
1: no.
6: I was just at the house, <laughs> just waiting to get a phone call. I got to go to work. Because <laughs> just yeah. sitting around playing with grandkids, uh huh.
1: <laughs> Papa, yeah. make me
6: an airplane. If you don't get your ass with me to my damn airplane.
1: <laughs> and this time last year, you're right. We were just two months man. in. Man, yeah. Oh man, it was. We, we were like we didn't know it, what was. What is it this? And I, I was
6: washing. I was washing my hand way too much. I've been scrubbing. I done bagged back that down. Now, come on, man. Now, come on.
0: Mm-hmm. And, and I'm a person who loves being at home. I love being in the house. All of that, I do. But Oh, I can't wait to get out. I just can't. Yeah, like do something. Yeah, everybody's like out. Yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah. I I know, but when I get out, it's like I'm free. I'm free. I'm oh, out. Oh, oh, the I'm mood out. you have. Yeah, yeah I, get I would it. just okay.
9: go ride. Not, not really yeah. go anywhere. Just ride. That's,
0: right. Yep, take a drive. Exactly, oh, Tommy. Yeah, yep. yeah. Mm-hmm. Take a drive. Look around. Yep. Did you do that, Steve? Take a drive or? Nah. I know you have a drive.
6: This drive but, different. Yeah. Sure. It, yeah. car yeah, different. No, I didn't drive. drive. I, didn't, I didn't want to go nowhere. You know, it was COVID. I was scared back then. I didn't understand nothing. I thought it was just outside in the air flying around. I was Wiping off bags and dough handles and
1: Remember that package? yes. uh, packages? Yeah, packages, all Everything of that. Yeah. Oh surfaces.
6: man, I had so much Lysol and Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then they yeah, had you, a shortage of Lysol and you then find I it. I found somebody what? who had a warehouse full of Lysol. So I got about twelve cases oh,
8: wow. of Lysol
6: giving mm-hmm. it to friends and family.
8: Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, toilet tissue, I ain't bought none since we started top. COVID. Yeah, paper yeah. towel. You <laughs> were stacked up like that? Well, I stacked up, man, it had me nervous. I ain't, know nothing, I ain't know what COVID did to you. But, but toilet tissue is important. Yeah. yeah.
1: Well, when yeah. you're in the house all day,
0: yeah. And, <laughs> and if it gets low, you start panicking a little bit, yeah. getting a little anxiety, you know? Because when you went to the stores, you couldn't find it. It, it was crazy. Yeah, yeah. Lights broke out. Thank God it's different now. Yeah. We know it's, we know you know, it's not a surface and all
6: yeah. that. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's just, I mean, look, people can have their own views about the vaccine. I stopped trying to tell people to get vaccine because mm-hmm. I was, too many people was arguing about it. So I, I, it's not, you know, you don't want to get a vaccine, don't get one. But, but me personally, me. <laughs> yeah, I got the vaccine.
9: I need your card when you come to my house. I need to see it. Yeah. I need to see you got your <laughs> shots. I'm sorry. Bring that with you. Same with your driver's license. All that come in. All that All need man. to match. So you walk <laughs> Okay. Got
7: to
0: do what you got to do. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. But it's it's better well, now. This is light. Yeah, we're yeah. seeing
0: some light. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some hope. Yep. At the end of the time, yeah. for sure.
6: You know, you need that, too. I mean, we're a long way from it. Yeah, we are. But we I were. can see... You know, I'm glad to see enough people getting the vaccine. You know, if you don't want to get it, I got it. I'm not trying to tell you no different. But the, the decision for me was made because, I mean, I just look at it this way. I can get the vaccine or I can get COVID.
7: Mm-hmm.
6: Huh. Now, I ain't heard of nobody dying from the vaccine. Mm-hmm.
7: Right.
6: I have heard in this country over 500,000 deaths. I I I ain't finna do that.
1: No yeah. vaccine or ventilator. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, it's it's scary. Yeah,
0: those are some you know some hard choices, but choices that are necessary. Yeah, ain't a hard choice to me. Our choices mm-hmm. are necessary though. Yeah, you, you know, gotta you gotta make. This was mind. a
9: quick decision for me. It was easy yeah. for
8: me. Yeah. I got sickle cell.
1: I can't play around with this, man. Mm-hmm. Right. existing conditions. existing conditions. Oh
8: yeah. no. Yeah, I think, too,
1: it's your, it's your lifestyle, too. I think mm-hmm. that plays a, a part in it. You know, I'm around children a lot, of kids. They're busy, yeah. they're active. I just came back from Florida to you the dance competition at, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. at Disney World, and mm-hmm. they did not play. You better not take that mask down at Disney World. They would um, I believe very it. it. Yeah. i promise that. Hey, let me tell you what. I
6: was I, in Dubai. I, I, mm-hmm. Yes, sir. If you're walking down the street in Dubai, if you're at a mall, I don't care Hey, you need your mask on. And they got yes people standing there. Something. And mm-hmm. now, you can argue with them if you want to. Uh-oh.
1: <laughs> it ain't going to go the way it. you think. It's you not, it's not it, what you think. <laughs> yeah.
6: Listen, you're going to yeah. get that because you can't go over there. You can't over there. I don't care what they done legalized over here. It's not allowed over there. Mm-hmm. You can't smoke weed. Don't come over here with your little prescription meds that ain't authorized. Don't come over here with your weed. Don't make no brownies. Don't bring it in, no chocolates. Because if they find it, (laughs) you're (laughs) going to prison. Prison. No questions asked. No, you're gone. Ain't no court. We're not bringing you for the magistrate. You got weed. Mm -hmm. You locked up. And you don't have a lawyer that can come get you. Mm -hmm. Because they not licensed over there. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. Don't come over there playing with it. Mm. So if you love weed that that much, stay your ass over over here. here.
0: Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler-Sandy's.